Oh, Frig, I'm 50! Hello, I'm Rich Terring, and welcome to this new podcast. Uh, I've heard all about this podcasting thing and something called the internet, and I thought I might try and get involved, see if it works out for me, see if it can help relaunch my career. Um, I'm joking, of course. I've done loads of podcasts. In fact, it's practically the 10th anniversary of the first one I did with Andrew Collins. Back when I was a mere slip of the thing at 40 and thought I was old. Ha, ah, what a young fool I was. Um, I'm now 50. Ten years have passed. That's how numbers work, my friends. And um, I'm now having to face uh, the degradation of ageing, how it affects the many things that you're not expecting. They, you know, you see some of the things, grey hair and wrinkles, we're expecting those, but oh my... My testicles dragging along the ground. No one told me about that. My orgasm not being as intense. No one warned me about that. These are things you will be able to hear about in my new show, Offering I'm 50, which this podcast will be accompanying. I'm hoping to um, give you an idea of what it's like on tour. I will hopefully read out some extracts from my blogs or other instances of stuff that's happened to me that I'm after turning 50 that won't be in the show. I'm not going to give away very much of what happens in the actual show. If anything funny happens in a performance and I'm recording it, then I will give you a little clip from that, which might give you an idea of what's in the show, but not really. Uh, and I might try and chat a lot with other comedians along the way if I if I bump into any on my in a service station or whatever. Uh, so there's lots of things to come. Offering on 50 is a show I did in Edinburgh. It went pretty well. I had a nice time at the Edinburgh Fringe after a couple of years off. Um, and then I did a few gigs last year in... Halifax and Manchester and Bristol. I'm coming back to Bristol. Don't worry on this tour if you missed it there. Um, and this is the 90-minute version of the show now. I'm very pleased with the way things are going. It's about all sorts of things, that uh, how I can't really accept that I'm getting old, how I don't like the fact that I am now uh, an unattractive man who is basically turning into a ball, a sort of wealth, melted wax candle version of myself. Um Quite uh, timely, I've got a routine uh, about um, how that Nespresso advert recently uh, with George Clooney is basically uh, men trying to co-opt women to sleep with them by drinking coffee that comes in pre-packaged pods that can only be made with compatible machines to kind of bamboozle them. Uh, it's about, I, get, I've, I read a letter from someone who didn't like my last story, it's called John from Fairham. Uh, who pointed out that basically I'm just a nearly 50-year-old man and able to accept his age. That's just my act, John. Don't have a, That's not a criticism. Uh, he called it the biggest waste of £15 times two I've ever made. Um, I think the ticket prices are a little bit up this year, so uh, hopefully he'll come again and uh, beat his record. Uh, I talk about the, the game Penguin Race and how that is a metaphor for your life. Um, I talk about what to do when you're presented with a stranger's genitals in a sauna. Uh, I talk about how my car is obsessed with its previous owner. Um, and uh, looking a bit at like family tree, your place in the universe, your place in history, um, and understanding, I think, that as you get older, that life doesn't necessarily revolve around you. Lots of things have changed for me. I moved to the countryside. We've just had a uh, another child. I've got two kids now to bang on about, um, but there's not too much about them. Um, and uh, I have a son, and I, of course, have a daughter, as you may be aware from before. Um, so, yeah, so there'll be all sorts of things going on. We'll see how long I can keep it going. Um, 
it's a it's a way to let you know what's going on and to hopefully publicise the tour a little bit. Uh, to give you an example, here's something that's not in the show that could have been in the show. Uh, when I turned forty, I did a show called "Oh Fuck I'm 40, uh, and God, I wish I was forty. Now, what a what a young fool I was, and um, I did a big routine about being in a fight with a university lecturer. Um, in the 50 show, I talk about irking a postman and nearly getting into a fight with him. Uh, and I was in another confrontational experience quite recently uh, in the small village I live in. Uh, and uh, I'll just read you a little article I wrote about that. I've recently moved from London to a small village in Hertfordshire because I'm 50 and that is the law. My new high street has cars parked all along it so it's the most part it's a single lane but unlike in London everyone seems almost over polite letting each other through with a friendly wave. Well almost everyone. I have to say in Shepherd's Bush it was the exact opposite even though it was almost a single lane. I was approaching home with my two-year-old daughter in the back of the car. There was a long line of parked cars on the left but nothing coming in the other direction so I proceeded. I was very near the end of this line when I saw a lorry approaching. All common sense dictated he would stop, but the driver held no truck with common sense. He saw me, now only metres from sanctuary, and drove to meet me, forcing us both to a halt. Shit, it was a scaffolder's lorry. Everyone knows scaffolders are all unpredictable and insane. Their job is to clamber around in all weathers on rickety poles and boards that they know have been put up by a madman with a death wish, because everyone they work with is crazy. Don't get me wrong, they're mavericks, the last true are outlaws, and I like them for that until I was in this standoff that they had pointlessly entered. Simply because they had somehow decided in an instant I was some kind of middle-class ponce in a people carrier. What could have given me away? The two men in front of the lorry were already laughing. They weren't waiting for anyone, except, obviously, for me to get out of their way. Longer than they would have waited if they'd just briefly paused to let me pass in the first place. They had a bigger vehicle and bigger muscles and there were, there were more of them and they were going to bully me off the road, or at least 100 metres back up it. Perhaps from their incorrect, or at best technically correct, point of view, I tried to take a right of way, way that was theirs. Or perhaps they were just letting me know that this was a town without a sheriff and they were going to take advantage of that. The driver signalled with his hand in a patronising way that I should back up and his friend pulled the kind of face that Donald Trump makes when talking about disabled journalists. Would I back down? I mean, obviously I would. There's no jeopardy in the story at all. I didn't want my daughter to see my head being ripped off and stuck on a scaffolding pole, but I wasn't going to do it straight away. That was my only tiny power. The lorry had the company's name and email address in the front. I got out my phone to take a photo. The men pulled pretend terrified faces as if they couldn't, as if this couldn't possibly hurt them, but I could at least dob them into their boss as much as I suspected he was the man in the driving seat. Or name and shame them on a podcast, giving out all their details, or on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. Pull a pretend scared face now, guys. Now you know my podcast might name your company. And, and all the people listening to it who mostly don't live in Hertfordshire, who probably don't need scaffolders, won't use your scaffolding company. Yeah, think on scaffolding, idiots. So the scaffolders, who would have been half a mile closer to their destination if they waited two seconds, had to watch me take out my phone, turn on the camera, size up the shot. I considered not moving. I mean, what have I fronted it out? Little did they know that they picked up on the second craziest of professions, the comedian. Whilst I had no physical strength, I also had an ace up my sleeve. I had nowhere to be. I could literally wait all day. It was now a test of nerve. 
which I lost immediately. I reversed as slowly as possible onto one of my neighbour's driveways and they drove past, victorious, showering me with wanker signs. They had won. I was humiliated, partly because they'd got it spot on. I am a wanker and you can tell it just by looking at my face through a windscreen. I did feel the need for vengeance, though. I am a pathetic man, but I'm still a man, and it hurts to be belittled by a scaffolder. I thought about putting their photo up on Twitter and encouraging my equally weak followers to deluge them with emails and phone calls, outprank the pranksters, though then they would know who I was and might outprank the outprankster by breaking my legs. My sensible wife currently correctly uh, told me to let it go. Revenge is a dish best served by doing a free podcast that doesn't name the people involved and that they are never, ever going to hear. I have taken the high road, uh, unless the lorry would, is coming the other way, in which case, obviously, I'll reverse up the high road and go down the low road. But slowly, my crazy, crazy friends. So very, very slowly. Um, so that's the kind of thing. I'll, I might just talk a bit about being 50s and being older and the sort of stuff that's happening to me, which is mainly quite boring. Um because I'm 50, it's just the way it is. But, you know, you, you had all the fun of following me through my 20s and 30s when I was, you know, had an interesting life. So now you have to hear about the amusing things my children have said. I won't do that to you. Not very much. Maybe just a little bit. I don't know. Um, I think it's important to stay young at heart. I'm still glad to be quite childish. I'm getting a bit more sensible in my old age, I suppose, but I'm still... Um, doing this as a ridiculous job. So anyway, this is just an introductory uh, podcast to let you know all about the tour. If you want to see my tour dates, as I may have said, I can't remember, this is the fourth or fifth time I've had a crack at this and uh, there's every chance that wasn't in uh, this version. Go to richhang.com slash ofrig slash tour. You can see all the places I'm coming to. In the very near future, I'm coming to Northampton on the 1st of February, there's plenty of tickets for that one. And Dorking on the 2nd of February, somewhere I don't think I've been to very often again, there are some tickets. On the 7th of February, I'm at the Comedy Junction in Sutton Coldfield. That has long sold out. There are lots of other gigs in the area. Uh, I am on the 8th at Chorley Little Theatre, which I think has about maybe five tickets left as I speak. And then the O2 Arena, sorry, Academy, again over myself. The O2 Academy in Leicester. Uh, quite a big venue, not that much interest from Leicester, even though I used to live in Loughborough. Ah, who knew? Who knew? Why don't they like me there? I don't know. Um, that's the 9th of February and uh, 16th of February, I'm at Norwich Playhouse. I think there was one ticket left when I looked at that last. 17th of February, Cambridge Junction, which always sells well as well. Uh, plenty more coming up after that. Go to richherring.com slash gigs or richherring.com slash ofrig slash tour. To have a look, I, uh, the ones I would watch out for that are going to sell out, the ones I've mentioned there that are selling well, plus Cardiff is pretty much uh, well on the way to selling out. Although I'm just doing the studio theatre this time. I've been knocked back from being in the big hall. Damn you, St David's Hall. Um, uh, Harpenden's selling really badly, and I have lived near there. So you know, what's, what can you do? Um, Glasgow's doing pretty well. Um, Reading, Hexagon. There's a thousand tickets left for that one. That's a big venue. In that town, it's either a hundred or a thousand. That's that's what you do. Um, and uh, Dublin and Belfast, I'm coming back to. Those usually do well. Um, Salford selling well. Leeds is selling well. Nottingham selling well. 
Liverpool, I've put in a couple of gigs in there. So it's one gig in there, and there might be an extra one because that's selling quite well. And so it goes on. Bristol, 26th of May. And if you want to come see me in London on the on May the 4th, I'm at the Queen Elizabeth Hall, which is a hall which is literally Queen Elizabeth expands to 10,000 times her usual size. And you, basically, we the audience walking through her mouth. Uh, we do the gig in her large intestine, and then you're shot out um, into the night at the end in a shower of royal poo. Uh, though if you choose the wrong exit, you could find yourself... 12th in line to the throne. So do make sure you don't go out of there, out of an old lady's vagina. That was what the 90-year-old lady's vagina, that was the joke. I was not just a lady, the queen. What am I doing? I'm 50 years old. I apologise, Your Majesty. Please still give me an OBE. I would love it. Uh, anyway, go and check out those dates at ofrigger50averagetain.com slash ofrig slash tour um, and... Hopefully we'll do a few more of these. We'll see if I just get bored and stop. Um, tell your friends if you like my stuff, if you like my podcast. The stand-up shows are a bit more um, crafted than the podcast you may have heard. Um, this is a proud. Uh, this it's a show that's gone pretty well. Um, and uh, let's have a look. You got five stars in shortcom.co.uk. Four stars. From Young Perspective, you know, you wouldn't think young people would like it. Four stars in the list. Scotsman gave it three stars, but it was a very positive review. I don't know why it was three stars. Uh, Broadway Baby gave it four stars. Bouquets and Brickbats gave it 4.8 stars. Uh, Chorter gave it four stars. And so it goes on. Four stars from the Wii review. Um, it's a Scottish thing. It's not like, you know, no, they wouldn't do that. I'm 50 years old. I'm not doing jokes like that anymore. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I hope to be back with more uh, over the coming weeks. Uh, and I hope to see you at a gig. Come and say hello if you heard the podcast. I the gig. And I'm very happy to sign your free program that you will get if you come to the show. All right, lovelies. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.